Welcome to the Learning Outside the Lines podcast. I'm Ann Ryan, your host, homeschool mom of four and passionate about education and helping children learn best. Welcome everyone to a new episode. It's been a long minute since I have released an episode and I just want to say welcome back if you are a longtime listener and if you are just finding my podcast, thanks so much for giving it a listen. I wanted to just hop on and do a relatively short episode, but I just wanted to say that, wow, what a crazy year it's been. Like, we have had so much craziness on multiple fronts. I know for me, like, obviously COVID has been in the forefront, but also just life has gotten in the way, homeschooling has gotten in the way, college applications got in the way this year. And I really kind of just had to prioritize my time and what was going on. And that's why I haven't released as many podcasts. But I'm hoping to jump back in and get some more podcasts out there to help people that need it. And hopefully some of the information will resonate and help you. I have a lot of back episodes that I know we have so many new homeschoolers in the community these days. If you know of someone that is newer and is looking for information, please refer them to some of my older episodes. Hopefully those can help. And I will certainly be focusing, continuing to focus on middle school and high school this year, but I will certainly have episodes that just kind of cover all ages, all aspects of homeschooling as well. I've always really tried to be regular with my episodes, and this last year when COVID hit kind of went out the window. I know I was aiming for every other week. I don't think that that's going to necessarily be really regular going forward just because of how much we have going on. I'm hoping I get one or two episodes a month for sure. But beyond that, just make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you know when a new episode comes out. That should be good to letting you know when a new episode drops. So today, I kind of want to just talk a little bit about communication. Obviously, this is a topic that is across the board for all ages, but I think especially for middle school and high school kids, this time of COVID has been really hard on a lot of kids especially those kids that are used to a lot of social interaction, a lot of peer interaction, a lot of activities. It's been really tough. I know my younger one, she's pretty chill. Like she kind of goes with the flow and is pretty much fine with whatever. But my 16-year-old, he is an interesting case. And while he is pretty introverted, he still thrives on social interactions. So this has been really hard for him. And it's been hard for me in terms of screen time and what's healthy, what might not be so healthy, staying up late, talking to friends, when should you stay up late? When should I not really care? All those things have kind of been happening this last year. And really recently I have I guess it's been one of those light bulb moments 
of how important it is for us as parents to keep those lines of communication open with our kids no matter what age, but especially as teens. I've had the opportunity to talk with him about things that he clearly is struggling with and needs to talk about. And really, I think as parents, we don't necessarily think to talk to our kids unless we know something is a problem. Otherwise, we just kind of go with the flow. We tell our kids that we're there to communicate. We tell them that, you know, our door is always open, come and talk to us. But we don't necessarily initiate it if we don't think anything's up. And I think a lot of kids aren't going to bring things up because they either they feel awkward, maybe they don't know how to talk about it, maybe we always look busy, maybe we are always on our screens, who knows what. But I have taken to driving, I know this is going to sound crazy to some of you, and some of you will totally be able to relate. I have taken time to drive my son around because I know that in the car, I can't be on a screen, I can't be distracted by other people. And I don't have to look him in the eye, so maybe it won't be so uncomfortable about some topics. But when I take him to, he has some classes three times a week. When I take him to his classes or when I take him to, um, he has a, like a shop class. When I'm driving back and forth to that, I make sure that it's just us two. And I know that during that time, something's going to come up. And it has. There have been some really big issues that have come up. And I have been so happy that I figured this out and giving him an opportunity to talk through some of these issues. Some of them are pretty big mental health issues. Like I didn't realize some of these big struggles that he was having, like to the point of questioning if we needed to find some counseling for him. Like they were some really big issues that really were just hidden until I really kind of maybe opened that gateway for him and really gave him permission to share. And then he did. And I'm so glad that he did. But it was just really heartbreaking for me as a parent to know how much he was struggling and I didn't realize it. And he was kind of putting on the happy face, right? Like, wouldn't necessarily know that anything was wrong, but it was. And part of it is COVID related with just kind of the limited peer interaction. Some of it was kind of typical uh, teenage angst kinds of things, things with, you know, romance and friendships and things like that. But even though as parents, as adults, we might think, oh, those are all typical, those are all normal. When you have a teen that's in the middle of it and it's all new to them and they have hormones and they have feelings and they have stress, like this is their world. This is really hard for them. It's really challenging. And I will totally admit, I am not, I don't consider myself a warm, fuzzy mom. Like I don't, and that's kind of a weakness for me. So sometimes it's hard for me to see when somebody like needs a hug or, oh, come here and, you know, sit with me and snuggle. And I don't always necessarily see that. And so I've really had to force myself to do that sometimes. 
And really, as much, strange as it sounds, my kind of introverted, quiet, you know, five foot 11, 16 year old son, he needed some of that. Like he really needed some of that. And I'm so glad I caught it. Like I'm so glad I figured it out. But my message today is to stop and see if there's anything to figure out. Like really check in with your gut, check in with your kids and see if they're okay. Like see if they are struggling, see if there are some things and they might not tell you right off the bat. They might say, no, I'm fine. But giving a few opportunities to engage, I think it'll give you a better sense of if they really are okay or if they need a little bit of support, if they need a little bit of help. Whether that's just talking with you, whether that's talking with another adult, whether that actually is talking to a counselor, whatever it might be. I think we are so lucky as homeschool parents to have the time to be able to talk with our kids and see them a little bit more than we would normally see them if they were in a school setting all day long. And obviously right now it's not even a normal school setting for a lot of kids that are in school. They are home. But we we do have a unique uh, perspective, a unique ability to spend more time with our kids and to kind of see what's going on. But that doesn't mean they necessarily have any less stress than those kids that are in public schools or in typical schools. And as you all know, like the kids that are doing virtual school now that aren't used to that and the schools that aren't set up to do that normally, they are stressing out big time. I know there's kids that are failing that never would have been failing before. There's stress about their future, about college applications and their grades. I mean, the stress right now is kind of through the roof, I think, for teenagers. And I don't have answers, but wow, like it, I can sympathize with them. And I think we as parents just need to give them space, give them grace, and really just give them the opportunity to know that you are there for them, to support them in whatever way they need it. I also think we as parents kind of just need to reevaluate some of our rules and expectations and some of the things that maybe we kind of had set already. Maybe we had curfews set. Maybe we had, you know, maybe limits on screen time or maybe we had, you know, we expected them to go to bed at this time or get up at this time. Some of that's kind of gone out the window. At least it has for us. I know that my son has spent more time online, not necessarily gaming, but like in um, like Discord, like, you know, chat kinds of um, apps that he can talk with groups of, of his friends. There's been a whole lot more of that. There has been a whole lot more um, texting and just kind of that social media aspect that wasn't as prevalent for my son in the past. It's definitely more prevalent now. And we've definitely talked about, you know, safety issues and all those kinds of things. But there's a lot that goes on that we just don't know about. And I think we still need to be kind of vigilant about some of that. I've definitely relaxed my um, curfews for him as far as 
like spending time with kids in the neighborhood before, you know, I would say, oh, be home by, you know, 1030 or 11. And now I'm kind of like, mm, if he's right across the street with, you know, the neighbor, okay, fine, be home at midnight. Like, I, you know, there's some of those things that I've relaxed just because they're, it seems like they have been more limited in when they can hang out. And it's usually in a backyard or front yard or at the park. Um, obviously, they're not at the park at midnight, but they are, they're definitely exploring just different ways of kind of hanging out. And I think that's been a little bit of a struggle for them, as well as for us as parents, seeing them online so much and on screen so much. But that is their lifeline in many ways. So I know I've had to reevaluate that and look at that a little bit different. And even for myself, like when I can't get together with my mom friends, that we would have mom's night out via Zoom instead of hanging out at the coffee place. So all of that has changed. And it's been really interesting to see. There's certainly been good things that have come out of it, but there's also been some not so good things. Like I don't like to see myself online as much as I have been. So I've been struggling with how to limit that more. And while I don't necessarily want to limit my kids' social time with their friends, I also want to have healthy boundaries for them. And, you know, just a healthy balance. That's the biggest thing, I think, is a healthy balance for them to interact, but also to be getting out in nature, to get outside, get some vitamin D, get some sun on your face, go for a walk, go for a bike ride, go do some art, go do some reading, go do some other things. So I think that is the thing that has come out of this the most is trying to balance um, what we need for ourselves and what we are trying to help our kids realize that they need. So that's just a really, I think, big challenge for all of us and just another kind of awareness issue to throw out there for you if that's not something that you have really been thinking about very much. The last thing I want to bring up and close with is just don't get locked into anything too strongly as far as schooling and what you've been doing academically. I mean, clearly, you know, we've been online, we've been doing things at home, things, and that may be your normal way of doing things and that may you may be doing just fine or it may not be your normal thing maybe your kids are used to doing a lot of in-person classes or a lot of outsourced classes or maybe your kids are used to doing online classes but now there's different kids in these classes that are changing the dynamic of the class like just all kinds of things have been going on and I just want to throw out like just give that permission to you can change things whenever you want if you have to change things Give yourself permission to change things and don't worry about it. Don't worry that, oh my gosh, we're already in February. We're so close, you know, we're past the semester. We don't really want to start something new. We don't want to change. It's okay, especially for younger kids. It is not going to matter. Like, I just have to stress that it is not going to matter. If you chuck your math and you don't do any math for the next couple months and you start up next fall, it's okay. Like they're not going to lose out. They're not going to be behind. Kids adapt. Kids pick up things when they are ready. And it's all right. If you're struggling with that history program and it's kind of nobody's enjoying it, nobody's getting a lot out of it, you are tired of 
prepping for it or setting up for it, it's okay. Chuck the history program. It doesn't matter. Like you can pick it up next year. You can do little bits and pieces. You can watch Crash Course YouTube videos. You can watch Liberty Kids. You can read a historical um, fiction book about whatever the topic is that you were learning about. Your kids will learn. Like they will learn. I just want to stress that because I've seen so many posts about people struggling with their curriculum at this point of the year and struggling with the idea of starting something new mid-year or struggling through it to just get through it. And I'm like, who cares? Like there is nobody that, there's no homeschool police that says, oh, you have to finish that curriculum. There just isn't. You guys do what is best for you. And if that means chucking the history, chucking the science, whatever it might be, then it's okay because your kids are always learning. You can learn through so many different ways. You can, like I said, get historical fiction, get some nonfiction books, watch some videos, go get some movies about that time period, go and just take a walk and look at uh, different kinds of leaves on the trees, like whatever it is, but there is so many alternatives to whatever you're doing that can make you and your kids happier. So again, just realize that time is precious and that your kids will learn. They will be okay. And they will be okay without that history or math or whatever it is that they're struggling with right now. It's okay to stop doing that and focus on other things and pick it up at a later date. So that's what I want to end with. I hope you guys are staying safe. I hope you're being healthy. I hope things are going okay for you. Please go ahead and drop me a note if there are any topics that you want me to cover that I have not covered. I will be happy to look into those. Uh, Please follow me on Latte Books to Read on Instagram. I'm active on there. I'm always posting books and some field trips and our volunteer uh, adventures and things like that on there as well as posting some things on my Facebook page, Learning Outside the Lines podcast. And finally, the next episode will be on wild schooling. So I hope you will check that out when that episode drops. And I hope you have a great rest of the week. And until next time, don't be afraid to go outside the lines.